You're listening to Rama for Today. It's easy to mouth off that we believe the Bible or believe in the Bible. But really the only part of the Bible is going to do us any good as the part we get in us. You know, you could believe in food and believe in eating. If you don't ever eat anything while well, you're die. It's not what you eat even then that does you good, it's what you digest. If you don't have a good digestive system and don't digest it, it still won't do you much good. Welcome to Rama for today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, The Integrity of God's Word. Next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Just stop a little bit and analyze that 12th verse of Colossians 1. Giving thanks unto the Father, which is, well, the 12th verse, I read the 13th and 14th, but giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet, M-W-E-T, King James translation, made us able, another translation said, enabled us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who had delivered us from the power of darkness. Now notice, in one verse he talks about light, the next verse he talks about darkness. Darkness is the kingdom of, of Satan. Satan heads up that kingdom. He's the king in that kingdom. He's the Lord in that kingdom. But the kingdom of light heads up in Jesus. I am, he said, the light of the world. Now he said that we, we give thanks unto the Father that's made us, able, enabled us to be partakers of the inheritance, to partake of the inheritance of the saints in light. Then he goes on to tell us, you see, a part of what that inheritance is, who hath delivered us. That's what the inheritance consists of, deliverance or redemption. From what? From the authority of Satan. We almost have to well, our minds have to be renewed with the Word of God for us to see it. Now, if Satan doesn't have any more authority over us, that means spirit, soul, and body. Can Satan just do what he wants to with our bodies or with our soul? It's just that he can't touch our spirits? No. Back there in 1 Corinthians 6, Paul said, writing to the church at Corinth, know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which you have of God. And then he went on to say, glorify God in your spirit and in your body, which are the Lord's. Glorify God in both of them. Now we need to find out and settle in our minds once and for all, and then we're not in darkness. You see, if you don't know, if you're in darkness, you wonder, you don't know how to pray, you hear Christian people, good people, don't misunderstand me, born-again people, spirit-filled people, when sickness comes very often, well, maybe God sent this on me. Well, in the first place, God didn't send it on them at all. Where did sickness come from? See, find Bible answers. Don't, don't take man's answer or some 
what some church teaches. Remember somebody, one time somebody said to me, said, well, my church don't teach it that way. I said, well, I don't mean to be rude about it, but really I'm not interested in how your church teaches it. What I'm interested in what the Bible says. Oh, we believe the Bible all right. Well, do you? Yeah, yeah, we believe the Bible. Well, is Jesus Christ the Son of God? I've even talked to people who said they believe the Bible and said, well, now, I tell you one thing about it. I, I don't know whether he was divine or not, but I believe he was a great teacher. Well, they didn't more believe the Bible than I just got through quoting Einstein's theory of relativity. <laughs> Amen, isn't that right? The Bible teaches that Christ is the Son of God. He is the divine Son of God. It's easy to mouth off that we believe the Bible or believe in the Bible. But really the only part of the Bible that's going to do us any good is the part we get in us. You know, you could believe in food and believe in eating. If you don't ever eat anything, well, you'll die. It's not what you eat even then that does you good. It's what you digest. If you don't have a good digestive system and don't digest it, it still won't do you much good. Well, thank God for his word. So, we have all kind of ideas. People purporting their human thinking instead of going back to see what the Bible says. The Bible answers the question of where sickness comes from. We know it don't come from heaven because it is, isn't any up there. The Bible answers the question whether or not sickness and disease is the will of God for his children. We know it isn't because even in what we call the Lord's Prayer, Jesus said, pray that the will of God be done on earth as it is in heaven. Is it God's will for people to be sick in heaven? Could it be the will of God that his people, his people be sick on the earth? Well, no. Well, why are most Christians sick? You know, I pointed out the fact that, uh, and I'd preached that several years before I saw that, that over there in James 5, 14, you remember where, where James writes a letter to the church because he said, is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. So he's talking about the church, isn't he? In other words, you might say, is any sick among the church? Let him call for the elders of the church. And let them pray over him, anointing him with all in the name of the Lord. The prayer of faith to save the sick. The Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sin, it shall be forgiven him. But, you know, just trying to prove that healing belongs to us, you know. Well, we, we quote that verse of Scripture very often. But I noticed one day that actually that's a question. He asks a question. Is any sick among you? Is any sick among you? He asked a question. And I thought to myself, you wouldn't write to any church. I mean, and I was a full gospel pastor. You wouldn't write to any full gospel church I know of and ask, is any sick among you? You'd just write and say, the 85 or 90% of you that's sick. <laughs> no, you see, he asked, is any sick among you? In other words, by asking the question, he inferred that there ought not to be any sick among you. 
By asking the question, is any sick among you, he inferred that there ought not to be any sick among you. Well, why ought there not be any sick among you? Because himself, Jesus, took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Because, as 1 Peter 2.24 said, by whose stripes ye were healed. Because, as Isaiah prophesied 700 years before Christ came, surely he had borne our sicknesses and carried our diseases, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, and chastised, but our peace was upon him, with his stripes were healed. Well, if it is not the will of God that the church... Now, ask yourself the question, you see. You see, you're in the church, but just don't make it personal. Because whatever belongs to the church belongs to you. Whatever is the will of God for the church, the whole church is the will of God for you. I mean, when it comes to his blessings and so on. It may be God's will that some enter into the ministry and some stay home. You know, that's a different thing. We're gifted in different ways and stand in different offices. But I'm talking about receiving something from God provisions that's been made for us. Our inheritance that we just got through reading about. Amen. Thanks be unto God, which has made us meet or able. Praise God. Enable us. Enable us. Made us able to do what? To be partakers. See, I'm talking about being a partaker of the inheritance of the saints in life. And that inheritance belongs to all of us, the whole body of Christ. Well, now, stop and ask yourself the question. See, this approach it from different angles. Does that in inheritance include sickness and disease and poverty and discouragement and despondency? No, I can't find out where God ever promised anything like that. To Israel in the Old Testament or to the New Testament church in the New Testament. Is it God's will? Now just stop and ask yourself the question. See, I think a lot of times, get acquainted with God, a lot of folks never got acquainted with it. I mean, they've been born again, all right, but they've never really become too closely acquainted with their father. They need to know him better. They need to know more about him. Is it God's will that the church be riddled with sickness and disease? No, no, that, that, that's not my father. That's not my father. That's not my father. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first in this offer is the book by Kenneth E. Hagan, Training the Human Spirit. The next item is the six-CD set by Kenneth E. Hagan, The ABCs of Bible Faith. Also in this package is the CD from Kenneth W. Hagan's teaching, You Can Make a Comeback. You can get all of this for the price of $35. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, 
Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Well, honey, coming up in two and a half weeks, oh my goodness, the summer is gone. It's time for school to start. Well, well schools, schools have already, already been started. Going, some That's of them have been right. going since the middle of August. And guess what's coming up September the 22nd through the 24th? Kindle the Flame <laughs> Women's Conference. Yes. And I stay out of the way. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Mean, once she gets in, in, in women's conference uh-huh. mode, I just go to my study. I stay because she's so wrapped up in that yes. thing. And she's been talking about that all summer. She's been talking about, mm-hmm. about Kindle the Flame. Her and my daughter, Denise, they've been talking about it. They're the host of it. They've been talking about the, She's talking about her speakers that she has yes. and what all they got planned. It's going to really be great. It hey, guys, is. go to rhema.org and slash KTF and get your wife signed up and get her here because she will come back a different person. I can tell you that. So, you know, I've been hearing them talk about this, that what's going to happen. It's going to be great. And you ladies don't want to miss it, but you guys, hey, you 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 get your wife and you tell her, hey, look, we're gonna let, we're gonna send you up. I'm gonna take care of everything else, and, and you go and enjoy this. And she'll be so shocked that you have planned it all. Yeah. Because you know, usually I know ladies, men are not planners, but I want to tell you what. Guys, if you want to make a special, special, you know, something for your wife, yeah, you go and sign go her. Right, up. Go to rama.org/ktf. Register right now. Yes, go surprise and, her and and get hotel reservations. Oh, that would and, be awesome. And uh, whatever else you need to do <laughs> to get her here, she will love it. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen with his teaching, the integrity of God's word. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.